is from the Gospel of Luke, the ninth chapter, verses 18 through 20 and 28 through 31. And it reads as follows. And it happened as he was alone praying that his disciples joined him. And he asked them, saying, who do the crowds say that I am? So they answered and said, John the Baptist, but some say Elijah. And others say that one of the old prophets has risen again. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said, the Christ of God. Now it came to pass about eight days after these sayings that he took Peter, John, and James and went up on a mountain to pray. As he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered and his robe became white and glistening. And behold, two men talked with him who were Moses and Elijah who appeared in glory and spoke of his decease, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. May God bless his holy word. I just want to talk real briefly on the theme, prayer tells your story. Prayer tells your story. We sang uh, for the invitational hymn, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, whither shall I go? That was and is today a prayer. And what it does is it expresses, my brothers and sisters, to the Lord our position and our condition. What it simply says is that I can do nothing and I am nothing without the presence, hello somebody, of the Lord. One of the things that we have gotten into today, my brothers and sisters, is unfortunately we have moved to what I like to call ridiculous conversation with the Lord. I didn't say prayer. I said ridiculous conversation with the Lord. Why is it ridiculous? Because we're always asking God for what we want rather than understanding what the purpose of prayer is really all about. The purpose of prayer, according to our scriptures, my brothers and sisters, is that we would have communion with God. Amen. The, the, the first instance that we read about today is when, is when the Lord was praying, and he was praying in such a manner that it, that it drew, hear me now, that it drew his disciples to him. Did, did it not say, and his disciples, he was off praying, and his disciples wanted to be a part of what he was praying. And, 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 and so they drew near to him, and in the midst of the prayer, after Jesus had finished being in communion with the Father, he asked the question, 
what does the crowd say? Who, who does the crowd say that I am? Who, 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 those who are, who are on the outskirts, those who are not in communion with me, who, who do they? Some say you are John the Baptist. Some say, <coughs> pardon me, Elijah. Some say one of the prophets. Some say Mo, some, some, some got somebody that got something to say about something about who you are. Then Jesus brought it home. Who do you say? Those of you who are with me, those of you who are sharing with me at this moment, those of you who understand that, I, that I'm in communion now with my Father, those of you who are standing here, who do you say that I am? And I find it interesting and I find it awesomely peculiar that nobody spoke up except Peter. Peter said, you are the Christ of God. As the old, or the old King James Version said, Thou art the Christ, Son of the living God. What, what, what does that say to us right there, my brothers and sisters? What it says to us right there is that in the midst of Jesus' prayer, Peter linked up some kind of way with what Jesus was saying to the Father. Because the response from that is, Peter, I need you to know something. Flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. You see, so when you are in prayer, it will tell your story. When you are in prayer, somebody can see the difference in you when you're in prayer. Somebody will notice that there is a difference about you. Can I prove it? The Bible says later on, eight days later. Eight days later, as, 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 as Jesus was going about his way, he, he began to pray. Isn't that what it says? It says, and about eight days later, he, he began to pray. And, and in his prayer, my brothers and sisters, something strange started happening. Now, he had taken Peter and John and James with him to a mountain. It's called the Mount of what we know, the Mount of Transfiguration. Yeah, and, and, and I believe that the Transfiguration just simply helps us to understand where prayer takes you. So, so Jesus took Peter, James, Peter, John, and James, and they went to the mountain, and, and there they were asleep, if you will, and, and Jesus went into prayer, and as he was into prayer, amen, the Bible says that there were two that came with him, amen. You see, when God hears a prayer, amen, when, when the spirit realm, if you will, hears the prayer, everybody that understands what you're talking about becomes a part of what you're dealing with with. I, I wish I had a witness right there. You see, you're not, you were never alone. Did not God promise us that he would never leave us nor forsake us? Amen. Did he not tell us that we are not by ourselves? But here Jesus is now praying and in the midst of his prayer, Moses and Elijah show up while he's praying and then Peter and James and John wake up And Peter looks over and he sees two there. Wait a minute. Not one, not two. There's another one there. There's Jesus. There's Moses. And there is Elijah. And then Peter jumps up and says, it's good for us to be here. You see, when you're in the midst of prayer, 
when you have an understanding of what true prayer can do for you, it will change everything about you. Let me prove it to you. The scripture says that while Jesus was praying, that his whole face changed. While Jesus was praying, his countenance changed. His garments changed. He began to shine like glory. When you link up with God, my brothers and sisters, in a moment of prayer, you will not even look the same. Jesus changed his countenance, his face. Hardly his face changed. His, I mean, when you're in prayer, something's supposed to change. I mean, when you in show enough prayer. I mean, when you call upon the Lord God. Something is supposed to change. But if we look the same, if we sound the same, if we act the same, if we do everything that we do the same, if we feel the same, I declare it's not prayer. It's just ridiculous conversation. Can I get that water? It's ridiculous conversation. But oh, when you... When you pray, thank you. When you pray, I said, when you pray, nudge somebody and say, when you pray. I mean, when you when you really pray, something gonna change. Your attitude gonna change. Your face gonna change. Your your your, your situation, your surroundings will change, because you see, God only dwells. God only dwells in the midst of holiness. Y'all gonna miss this thing before so I declare. So, but when you get to a point of when you're really calling on the Lord, that's when things begin to change. It's, it's like I, I don't mind being a witness. It's like I used to talk about my mama when she'd walk around the house. Mama, what you talking? I'm just talking to the Lord. But all of a sudden, when we didn't have any money, when we didn't think the heat could stay on, amen, and we were born in Denver, hello, somebody, and it would be snowing outside. When we didn't think things would change, Mama would move into prayer and things would begin to change. Things would begin to happen. I don't know how to tell you about it. don't know how to be a witness other than to tell you when you're in prayer. Prayer tells your story. I need the Lord. Prayer tells your story. I'm in conjunction. I'm in confliction, Lord. Prayer tells your story. I have to believe that all things work together for good. I, I, I'm in prayer, God. I, I, I need you right now. I can't stand it no more. I, I tried my best, but right now I need you to intervene when prayer tells your story. God hears. And responds. Oh, I wish I had somebody that knows what I'm talking about. Have you ever been down to a point where you didn't know what was going to happen? But God moved you into prayer and things begin to change. You're going to look different. When you're in prayer. I mean fervent. Show enough. Prayer to the point where you don't care. Who knows you're in need. I mean prayer to the point where you understand. 
no matter what this world has to offer, I believe that the Lord can handle it. I believe the Lord can take care of it. I, I've been down on my luck. I need to go into prayer. I've been down on my health. I need to go into prayer. Loved ones have turned their back on me, but I need to go into prayer. And when you go into show enough prayer, somehow the Lord, what old folk used to say, the Lord makes a way somehow. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he understands. But when I'm in my weakest moment, when I'm in my downed moment, and if I move into prayer, God changes my circumstances. He changes my situation. Where I didn't think I had anything, God moves and makes something available to me. I wish there was somebody here that is a witness. Have you ever been sick in your life and you didn't know how you were going to get well? And you moved into prayer and somehow the Lord came by and began the healing process in your body. Have you ever been down to your last dime? Didn't know how you were going to make your car payment. Didn't know how you were going to make your mortgage payment. But somehow the Lord held back the bank and you were still able to get through it. I declare when you really show enough in the midst of prayer, God begins to change circumstances. He changes things. Is there anybody here that's a witness that he's still in the changing business Say yes! Hallelujah! Peter said, You are the Christ of God. How you know? Because I was with you in prayer. I was, I was with you. No, everything that moves that is serious in the scriptures as it relates to Jesus moves in such a what they call it today? Supernatural. A supernatural way when he's in prayer. He prayed. I said he prayed. And then he told Lazarus to get up. I said, he prayed. Oh, Y'all didn't hear me. He, I said, he prayed. And then he bowed his head and died. He prayed. And when prayer is real, it tells your story. Here's a question for you. When was the last time you told your story? When was the last, I mean serious, you did, not, not rhetoric, you know, not praying so somebody could see you, but I mean praying, to, I mean, praying till your, your countenance was, not, was no longer the way it, praying until everything around you did not matter, until the Lord's visiting you, amen, and you feel his presence. And when you feel the presence of the Lord, you move in in the prayer into a praise in prayer. Oh, y'all missed that. You move into a praise in prayer. Sometimes you can praise in the midst of your prayer. He said, 
Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No, no other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, whither shall I go? And in the midst of that, he felt the presence of the Lord as he was writing. And my Bible and my books tell me that when he wrote it, he began to feel the joy and the presence of the Lord. So I've just come this morning just simply to say to you, my brothers and sisters, when foolishness has come to an end, when your life is at a point where you can't take it no more, I declare you just need to move into prayer and when you move into showing up prayer God will change everything about you he'll change everything around you he will change I mean when you move into serious prayer not not this surface prayer but I mean when you when you close your mouth hello when you close your your, your own agenda and you move into understanding God I can't make it without you God, without you, everything is impossible. But I know that with you, all things are possible. When you understand that no matter what goes on in your life, God can still be there. I don't care what the doctors have said. God is still in control. I don't care what your physician says. I declare God is the ultimate physician. Is there anybody up in here that understands that no matter what you do, when you move into prayer, God will begin to change things. And you can look at yourself and say, I don't even feel the same no more. I don't look the same no more. Sometime when your knees are aching and you go into prayer, you're able to lift your knees and move because God's presence is with you. And in the presence of God, there is no left. There is no wrong. There is nothing that can hold you down. I declare sometime we ought to move into praise in the midst of our prayer. So I'm just going to ask the question this morning. Has the Lord responded to anybody's prayer this morning has the Lord heard your cry and has he answered by and by has he made a way out of no way for you did he pick you up and turn you around and set your feet on solid ground if the Lord has done something for you say yes Thou art the Christ of God. Have you had a revelation in the midst of your prayer? Can you can you feel him when you pray? If you can't feel him, it might be because you've got to change your prayer life. Hallelujah. I mean, when you bow down on your knees and cry, holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth, a full of your glory. I feel the presence of the Lord. We used to sing that song. The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is where? Is here. Don't you believe it? Can't you feel it? 
If you can't feel it, I'm asking you, move into prayer. Ask the Lord to walk with you. Ask him to talk with you. Ask him to remind you that you belong to him. And your prayer will tell your story. And God will hear. Hallelujah. I'm just going to leave this with you. Our foremothers and fathers, those who are in slavery in this Black History Month, I want you to know this. They would have never come out without prayer. So Jonah Truth never had the faith to move on without prayer. Rosa Parks never did what she, without any of our people that you look back in history had a level of prayer because prayer tells So, hmm. if you haven't prayed lately, because you scared somebody going to know. What difference does it make if you receive the power and the authority of God? He is the Christ. Christ of God. So much so that he gave his life that you and I might live. Brothers, sisters, do what you want to do, but for God's sake, don't ever forget to pray.